Welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I'm regional try not to come challenge champion Dick Edgington. <laughs> and I'm Arjun. I like that it's regional. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a it's a big challenge. You're you know? not ready to go on the big stage yet. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't have time to dedicate, you know, do this full time professionally. <laughs> now, is this like a time thing? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you just watch <laughs> one of these videos, and you know, just try not to come. You know, mm. made it like ten minutes, so that's <laughs> good for my area. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So today on the podcast is my mixtape. Um. I wanted to uh, talk about a couple of things. <laughs> um. And we've got a lot to talk about. Um, I hope that you guys, uh, if there are certain things that weren't clear in the mix itself, I am excited to dive deeper into the things that, to make it more clear. Just dive, <laughs> dive head first, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this mix is called Sweet Nothings from the Pied Piper. Um, what was your guys's uh, reactions going into this mix? I think my favorite thing was finding out that his name was the Pied Piper, or yeah. like Pied Piper of R and B. Yeah, or he's known <laughs> as that. You know, <laughs> I yeah, I didn't. I mean, I read the song titles, and you know, you're like, okay, okay, all right. Third song, fourth song, it's like, well, it's like very straightforward. And then the fifth song, it's like. All right, I see what we're getting at. Like, <laughs> I think all these songs are going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. RJ? So, first off, last time you were just like, all right, here's your requirements to listening to this this week, RJ. And you said I had to listen to work at work, and I was like, oh, just the titles of these songs, HR is like, we're listening too. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if I'll still have a job by the time... <laughs> This mix comes out. I do. I still have a job. Good. But I got some raised eyebrows. <laughs> hey, there's only two songs that are explicit. Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I'd say there's five, th- five songs that are explicit. All right. All right. All right. Hold, Once hold you on, hear the on, other two. On. Yes. Expl- the explicit, yes. But you can sing this amongst your peers, and it's fine. You go to like you might you go to an elementary school <laughs> or anybody that's a minor. It's an issue. I like the idea. I of work RJ. with some minors. <laughs> I work with under eighteen. Yeah, yeah. RJ teens. just like uh, listening in his headphones, walking through a playground. Just I like the crutch on you, <laughs> singing out loud. Got a whole lot of kisses for you, hi children. What remix is this? What remix? <laughs> like, oh, you, you don't you know, don't worry about it later. <laughs> Listen, to I believe I can fly. We'll, we'll warm you up. I'm starting to think that song's about something else now. I don't oh, know what. Yeah. Now, can I ask, did anyone say, is this R. Kelly? Uh, hmm. I introduced it as R. Oh, Kelly. Okay. And they're like, oh, do you know what he's accused of? And it went straight there. I was like... <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, I know. But can I show you why? Can I show you why the accusation stuck? Can I show you mixtape entitled Exhibit A? No, I wish we had, like, you know, the audience to go out there and be like, 
No, I understand everyone says it, but do you actually listen to the lyrics? They're not bad. I want somebody to defend him. How about that? I want somebody to be like, hey, this artist, he's a great artist. He's, he does what he does. But, you know, some people have their flaws. Well, there was, there was a I musician. built this mix solely to show you the breadcrumbs. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, mus- there a rapper named uh, YNW Melly. I forgot the name of the song, but it's, um, it's not a very creative name. And he got arrested for shooting his friend with an AK. <laughs> and basically the song, like his hit single was, I'm going to shoot my friend with an AK. <laughs> it was something along those lines. And they used it in court as an example of like, well, he mis- he's obviously the one that did it. Because yeah. he wrote this song about it, about exactly what he was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> it has a music video where he does it in the music video. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, it the, is. The breadcrumbs lead to it. And then yeah. you get to a certain, like, there's a few lines that I read or that I heard. And then I was like, okay, I got to look up these lyrics to see if I'm <laughs> hearing this correctly. Skittles? Oh, yep. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. One of them's not even sung by R. Kelly, but oh, yeah. it's uh, it's very telling of <laughs> what's going on in R. Kelly's life right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah so some context with this is, Everyone knows R. Kelly. Yeah. Like, even if you set aside all of the accusations and the convictions, if you just, like, think about R. Kelly, like, everyone knows I Believe I Can Fly, at least. Right? Yeah. Like, it's one of the biggest songs of the 90s. And yeah. Then you, and then on top of it, you got Bump and Grind, which is probably yeah. one of the biggest R&B songs ever. I just got to say, I don't see nothing wrong with a little Bump and Grind. <laughs> Um, but recently on a podcast, I was listening to it and they were talking about, um, a song called real talk from, and I was listening to the lyrics of real talk and I was kind of like, I was mesmerized. I was just like, how is he doing this? Um, because I had heard in like a, a, a joking sense I had watched at least 10 minutes of Trapped in the Closet music video, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, had... That's like a whole rock off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I had never, like, seriously listened to R. Kelly other than, like, the hits or anything like that. And so, like, I was just like, okay, let me, like, actually listen to, like, some R. Kelly stuff. And, like, I immediately went to Trapped in the Closet. Right. And Trapped in the Closet, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. It starts on one album and then it gets combined into another album. And so I was listening to it and I was just like, is this guy a genius? <laughs> because of the way that he's like, no one else does this. Right. I, yeah. I can't say anyone else who's like, I'm going to conceptually make this album of a very, very specific story. Right. And I'm going to lyrically say things that don't even rhyme, right? Yeah. Like, he's just talking. <laughs> yeah. But he's talking yeah. with a voice like this. <laughs> and I was just like, what is this guy up to with this type of lyrical, like, uh, imagination that he has? And I was just like, is this in the rest of his songs and I'm not aware of it? And lo and behold, the the deeper I dove into R. Kelly, I was just like, Oh, this is just how he writes songs. He writes songs kind of as like an insane person, 
where yeah. like he mixes words together and he rhymes things. I'm just like, how did you come up with that? Yeah, I, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of R and B like doesn't really rhyme. I would say mm-hmm. there's a there's a big theme of that in R and B. I don't know if it came from R. Kelly or if R. Kelly just took it to a whole new level <laughs> because he just tells stories like he's yeah. just reading. It's reading he's pages a poet. out of his diary. Yeah, he's like it's poetry what he's doing. For, yeah, for a lot of it, <laughs> R. Kelly's thoughts. Yeah, yeah. he's probably his night journal. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's. Um, I don't know. I don't know who started that, but I I know like I've heard that with other songs. I feel like genuine is kind of like that. Or is that who I'm thinking of? Or Maxwell? Genuine at least does things with his voice that are interesting. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like R. Kelly's yeah. pretty like straightforward. Like yeah. he's he's not going all over the place with his voice or anything. He's just kind of like, yeah, I'm singing and I'm kind of talking. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't like really like whatever he does in the studio like first take is like yeah that's the song (laughs) freestyled it he doesn't you know like figure out a melody or anything yeah it's just like off the top of his dome he's like like that's the song now he could just like he sings right and then if he can feel that the air is moist then he's like, oh, it's good. I can feel it. Now I'm we did it, boys. We made it wet. I believe I can fly. Turn on over and touch your guys. Oh, I, don't know. I don't remember it. You feel that? It's all sticky in here like Skittles. <laughs> Which I think that song comes from Batman and Robin, maybe? I believe I, I can fly. fly. That's Space Jam. Oh, yeah, that's right. Space Jam. Yeah. I'm thinking soundtrack. of. Uh, Seal, uh, kiss, kiss, yeah, from kiss from Rose. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So my music, you know, like I, I, I didn't grow up with that R and B stuff as much as like Devin did, but my M and M's rhymed. Yeah, <laughs> in the nineties, Dr. Dre, he he was on that beat. Yeah, right. yeah I mean that's rap. R and B is just supposed to be sexy. You don't got rhyme. And you're being <laughs> sexy. I, I want Dr. Dre to be like, yeah, what's that? Dr. Doing? Dre ain't sexy. <laughs> You seen him? Now he's he muscular is. now. He's big. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, he's huge. Yeah. He's like, I can buy steroids. <laughs> all right. He's kind of sexy. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So let's. Okay. So Robert Sylvester Kelly. <laughs> I love this Wikipedia write up, just by the way. <laughs> oh, there's so much in his Wikipedia. Uh, American singer, songwriter, record producer, and philanthropist. <laughs> I think it's pronounced full on rapist. <laughs> full on uh, rapist for five hundred. <laughs> uh, he has been accused of numerous case cases of sexual abuse. Kelly has been credited with helping to redefine R and B and hip hop, earning nicknames such as the King of R and B, the King of Pop Soul, and the Pied Piper of R and B. Let's see. In 1998, Kelly won three Grammy Awards for I Believe I Can Fly. Although Kelly is primarily a singer-songwriter, he has written and produced and remixed songs, singles, and albums for many artists. In 1996, he was nominated for a Grammy Award for writing Michael Jackson's song, You Are Not Alone. Did not know he wrote a song for Michael Jackson. That's odd. I feel like it should be the other way around. Right? Yeah. 
Uh, Kelly. Has... I don't know the song though. <laughs> you yeah. are not alone. Yeah. You are not alone. Is that really it, or you just? No, that, that is actually it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was off of Michael Jackson's newer album. Sounds like R. Kelly to me. <laughs> uh, Kelly has sold over seventy-five million records worldwide, making him the most successful R&B male artist of the nineteen nineties and one of the best-selling music artists. Period. <laughs> he is the 55th best-selling music artist in the United States with over 32 million album sales. Oh. Kelly was named by Billboard as the top R&B hip-hop artist between 1985 and 2010. That's 25 years. Damn. Wait, 15 years. Yeah, Damn. 15 years. No. Yeah. Yeah, 15 years. No, 25 years. Wait, 95 to 2010? 85 to 2010. 85. Oh, yeah, yeah 25, 25 years. years. Yeah. And the most successful R&B artist in history. <laughs> Since the 1990s, Kelly has been accused of sexual abuse and misconduct, often with underage girls. All charges he denies. <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's the thing with uh, R. Kelly's Wikipedia. <laughs> It has a section on there called Controversies. And it's a big one, isn't it? I'm it, just, it, it, I'm just yeah. going to do the titles of each of these paragraphs. <laughs> the first one, Illegal Marriage. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15-year-old girl. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, Allegations of Child Pornography and Abuse. All right. All right. Keep yep. on going. Uh, alleged Sex Cult. Okay. <laughs> That's normal. I got Sounds it. Good. Yeah. Just one of run the mill sex cults. <laughs> Allegations of preteen child molestation. Yep. Nothing, nothing <laughs> weird here. Yep. Uh, boycott and industry response. Mm. Got in trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. Allegations of music industry complicity. Mm. Yeah. What does that mean? That means that there's people in the music industry who knew what was happening. Oh, and okay. hit shit. Oh, is this like people that recorded with R. Kelly after the '90s? Uh, this is like uh, former Jive president Barry Weiss. This is oh. like head people who like it's like Harvey Weinstein, where like everyone knew oh. about it, right? And it's like who was hiding stuff, who was making sure that R. Kelly didn't go to jail, all that kind of stuff. Who was paying uh, off okay. people? So you're facilitating it in a way. Yeah. Not just like aware of it and not doing anything about it. Uh, Next one. Musical response to allegations, which there's a 19-minute long song called I Admit. (laughs) I've not listened to that song. I've I've heard about it. (laughs) I don't think I could listen to it. Next one is Surviving R. Kelly. Documentary. It's on Netflix. Uh, And then there's the last little bit. Alleged sexual abuse of minors. Just this, the lots yeah, of them. I feel like you can include that in the first five subject lines. Yeah. That's the conclusion yeah. to everything. Yeah. And then there's other legal issues. <laughs> to wrap it all up. Yeah. Miscellaneous. Yeah. Parking tickets, murders, you know, everything in between. Now, I thought, so the very wise guy, uh, he described R. Kelly as the modern day prince, although there was a bit of Marvin Gaye in him and a bit of Irving Berlin. Now, Prince was a sexual icon, <laughs> just like yeah. R. Kelly. 
Yeah, in a way. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if if you're curious more about the R. Kelly-isms and, and everything that's gone on with him, including kidnapping, it's all there <laughs> if you want to go look it up. Does it say anything about Aaliyah? Uh, I think that's part of some of the because she was uh, that's part of the minor stuff. Yeah, because he allegedly married her when she was like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, which I don't know how that ended up working out and like staying out of the mainstream. Because yeah, like, that's the fifteen-year-old protege Aaliyah were illegally married in secret in nineteen ninety-four when she was fifteen and he was twenty-seven. See, that's just crazy that she became uh, you know a famous artist after the fact mm-hmm. and it wasn't like oh this is r kelly's wife like because it was that i don't know if it was a legal marriage i don't know how that works i don't even know is he in chicago illinois when he got married yeah uh no i think they got married oh uh, yeah in illinois yeah because they have like different laws, laws. Different ages yeah yeah in different states i think illinois is like one of the notoriously low ages <laughs> So maybe it was a legal marriage yeah. that wasn't approved by her parents or whatnot. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who it's just knows? weird that didn't come out until like recently. And even then, like people aren't like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like that's the least of his worries. I know. Seriously. There's problems. Problems. Yeah. Got 99 so, problems. So yeah. just <laughs> And they're all bitches. <laughs> just for fun, the mere essence of age of consent, right? Mm-hmm. I just type that in on Google. Oh, be careful! Um, <laughs> the age of consent, consent is the age of twelve in the Philippines. Oh my oh, god, that's not good. Oh yeah, <sighs> that's and they'll also kill you for smoking weed there. That's true. On site, not even like like take you to trial and public and like execute you like death penalty. It's like they'll show up to your house and shoot you in the head. Right, yeah, I'm I bad think- at my map. So I, I think don't know they where talked about Chicago that, is like uh, different countries' age of consent. That sounds good. In so like 16, 17, 18. In the context of Epstein, I think that's they talked about that a lot because he would get women from all over the world, have them shipped to you. Yeah, and then you're like, we're good here. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's what's scary. R. Kelly, uh, it has that like famous thing when he's in Africa playing that show. Oh yeah, and he's like asking. You know, like, do you have your passports and shots? Do you want to get on a plane with me? Like, <laughs> he's not asking them. He's singing them a full-on song. Yeah. And the backup singers are singing stuff, too. So it's like, <laughs> was this written down? Or are they just like, yeah, just play something in C major. Ooh. And, you know, just repeat whatever I say. You know, pick up on the lyrics as I go. <laughs> They're like, did you get your shots? Well, like, that that's the thing that I can't. Weird. I don't know if you guys were able to get out this the what i was some i was trying to get a lot of things across with the ordering of this mix but i don't know if you got this one thing out of it which was uh, it's to me i can't tell how serious he is and how much of a joke he's doing sometimes yeah you know what i'm saying like i just can't believe that you would write this in a serious manner I I put some thought into this, and I, okay. I have thoughts on each one of them. Yeah, because to me, this is like, because if he's not serious, then I'm like, it's almost as if Weird Al became the 
biggest person ever. In yes. Music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I would say it's more along the lines of like, I believe I can fly is his joke song. <laughs> this is this is his real shit. You These know? motherfuckers are eating this up. I yeah. <laughs> you like this shit? I can't fly. Y'all dumb as fuck. <laughs> you smell like Skittles though. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to eat them. So just with this in general, we kind of spoke on it where with Kanye, where like Kanye's been crazy since the beginning. <laughs> um I think it's just he's crazy and he's just like, hey, I can write whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to tell everyone what the fuck I want. <laughs> they're going to eat it up, too. Yeah, they're going to. And then it gets to the point where he's not even paying attention to what he's writing. He's just like, I'm going to write songs. He could be like, I'm going to talk about this rock right now. I'm going to talk about this piece of paper, and I'm going to molest it. <laughs> and he writes about it, and he's like, here's my CD. And you know the record people are like, okay, we'll put it out. You'll make us money. As long as you can have an I believe I can fly on there, we'll sell it. Uh, can we do the WAP test? Yeah. <laughs> is it moist? Yeah. yeah. It's verified moist. Yes, yeah. we can release this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't, like, I'm so curious the percentage of his audience male to female. I wanted mm. to look up that, but I didn't know how. I don't know if you actually can. I'm they sure keep it's that under. Yeah. Under <laughs> They're like 98% female. Weird. <laughs> well, I can tell you it's probably the majority female, but the, if it were majority male, it would not be the majority white male. <laughs> yeah. Like. But like your dad females, was like, bumping R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. But I, I if like because I could picture all females listening to this. Yeah. But I don't picture white guys ever listening to a full R. Kelly album. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense, you know. So I really don't know. Like it surprises me all the albums that he has and uh how people bought the full albums <laughs> see i want to i, I want to get deeper into this i want to be like all right who listens to it you know gender blah blah whatever but i also want to see they are also listening to who mm. chris brown yeah is it gonna be like that or is it like they listen to prince rihanna yeah i would say prince probably like the prince crowd from mm. the 90s or from the 80s followed over into r kelly in the 90s what do they listen disturbed in that rape scene yeah, just the rape scene. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. daddy. <laughs> yeah. And then I think, especially with the way, uh, we'll, we'll get into to some of the songs on here, but I think then that falls over into Justin Timberlake. I think mm. that you can thread the line of being like Prince, R. Kelly, Justin Timberlake, and then probably, um, what's his face now, um, which there's a song in here that sounds a lot like one of his songs. Um, uh, Miguel? No. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, Four Carat. Um, oh, uh, Bruno Mars. Yeah, Bruno Mars. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that the, the, the sexy R&B went out the window. I think yeah. JT changed that because early JT got a little bit of sexy in there. Well, he's bringing sexy back. Exactly, That's his mission. <laughs> Later, JT, it's gone, and then now, like, I don't know who's out there doing this. Miguel, 
just that just him i is mean miguel still thing he is yeah mm-hmm. he's still coming out with stuff um <laughs> <What's> <laughs> hey, David? i follow yeah. his career very closely and uh it's great but <laughs> he's wearing a miguel shirt right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um there i I think the majority of his fans, R. Kelly's fans, are going to be female thinking about those other artists. Yeah. Like, if those are the associated artists. Like, Prince is universal. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's about 50-50. Justin Timberlake is close to 50-50, but I'd say majority female. Um, Straight white men in the 80s were not listening to Prince. Mm, true. Yeah. They're like, he's doing what? He's wearing what? Yeah. <laughs> Raspberry Brave, that's a lady band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he shreds on guitar? Oh. I watched the solos, but that's it. That's like the Van Halen guy. Oh, but look at his guitar. It's all purple and weird shaped. But that's not even a, a man's mustache. He's wearing a pirate shirt. <laughs> but he gets a, a, a lot of ladies like them Tommy Lee Jones guys or Tom, Tommy Lee Tommy Lee Jones. Oh yeah, you know Tommy Lee Jones. Dude, guy? after the Fugitive came out, he was just <laughs> drowning in pussy. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy Lee guy. Yeah. Whatever his name is. No country for old men. Oh, he looked good in there. More like no country he, for dry pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Lee in the nineties. Two Face. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen him in there? More like no. jizz face. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. So More like Wap Face. Wap Face. There we go. <laughs> and men in how- black. More like no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, RJ, did you did you happen to speak with your mother if she likes R. Kelly? I did not. Oh, I'm curious about that. Mm, I would say I believe I can fly is a very mom song. Yeah, she like probably generally. like RJ. You listened to that a lot as a child. <laughs> like I said, I I listened to that soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know any other song on Space Jam. To um, the jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Space. Space. Uh, Leonard Skinner was on there. What? Uh, Leonard Skinner on Space Jam? I believe so. Hmm. hmm. That doesn't seem like it fits, but at the same time. <laughs> was it Simple Man? No. <laughs> uh. um, all right, let's get into this. All right. So, track number one off this mix, uh, we got Whole Lot of Kisses by. Uh, they're all by R. Kelly. Uh, coming <laughs> on. <laughs> We're not doing the favorite, <laughs> least favorite no. thing, right? Okay, I mean, I if you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this album came out in 2009. It's off of his untitled album. Uh, it's track number six, coming in at four minutes and 30 seconds. Um, untitled is the ninth studio album from R. Kelly's, released in December 2009. Um uh, it was entirely produced by R. Kelly and features prominently carnal lyrical themes. The album debuted at number four on the U.S. Billboard 200 and reached the top of the top R&B hip-hop album charts. Untitled received generally mixed reviews from contemporary music critics. All right, so let's... A whole lot of kisses. I wanted to start the mix off for a couple of reasons. It's if you paid attention, the songs go from the most recent to his earliest stuff. 
Okay. And also, whole lot of kisses. It starts off like an R and B song. Yeah. Like, ooh yeah, I want to kiss you, right? Yeah. It just kind of just say the word anywhere you want it, baby. Anywhere, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it just like it just starts off as an R and B song, right? First verse. R and B song. <laughs> yeah. And then there's two things that start to like kind of tip you off to this song. And the first one for me was when in a deep voice you hear him in the background say, Are you gonna kiss me too? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed. It's like it's like three minutes into the song and suddenly you hear R. Kelly in a deeper voice go, Are you gonna kiss me too? <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice no, that. Yeah. Because he's talking about kissing kissing her and that he's gonna rescue her and blah blah blah, right? And then suddenly yeah. in the background he just throws in Are you gonna kiss me too? <laughs> right. Is this mutual? Yeah. <laughs> And then you're like, okay, okay. And then by the time you get to the near the end of the song, you're just like, go on, open up your legs, girl. Yes. Open up your legs, girl. All I yeah. want to do is tease you and please you. Yeah. That becomes the new melody of the song <laughs> by the end of the song. <laughs> now, I don't know. So, about you, the first time I heard that line, I was like, hold on. <laughs> like, you just built a song tricking people into thinking it's about kissing but it's about eating pussy yes <laughs> well okay so for me it was the first like up until the very end of the first verse mm-hmm. i mean the start of the first verse just says lead me to your secret places which is like you know it's innocuous okay. whatever <laughs> you know and girl i will follow you there it's like yeah. oh that's like going you know going to a secret garden and yeah. just just <laughs> Eating Smooching. pussy in there. Just, what? Oh, no, no we're not there. Oh, sorry, yet. sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but by the end of the verse, it's it's all like poetic lyrics yeah. that are like semi double entendres, but like really very innocuous. Like it, it, there's nothing nothing sexual at all. And then the very last line is just you won't be seeing the face. <laughs> and that one caught my attention. And I was like, wait, what? And then he just goes, whole lot of kisses, whole lot of kisses. I was like, no, no, no. What was that thing before? You drawn back into the chorus. Yeah. So you're like, and then, oh, I'm good again. And then second verse, tonight you are my master and I will be your slave. <laughs> like he just starts right off into it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, whoa, wait, what? Like, and then he just started, you know, but then goes I'm on like, a few okay, other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. women empowering. I'm going to be then, a slave. Okay. <laughs> put it all close up on me like that till it looks like a movie screen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that. Yeah, what? And then, then a whole lot of kisses. And then the whole melody just changes to fucking put your crotch on my face, bitch. Well, I can't believe that in the song, the line is, I want to kiss you in your private spot. Yeah. 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 Like, that's like, a line in a song. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <sighs> Have you guys heard WAP? <laughs> saying. Throwing that out. They do not say, I want to kiss you in your private spot. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They'll be like, I want to suck your dick. Like, again, like, <laughs> I couldn't believe that it's, I want to, like, a censor or something was like, you know, we need to change this line to, I want to kiss you in your private spot. Not want, not, I want to eat your pussy. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Now that we brought this up. How many things do you think he had written out? He threw it towards oh, them, and so they're many. like, "You need to change that." <laughs> okay, we're not making this a record with your lyrics. So I'm going to say this up front: my theory for all of these, <laughs> I want you to pay attention as we're going through them, mm-hmm. is that 
R. Kelly is a mentally th- challenged man, <laughs> and he writes one or two lines per song, and he says, no, if I'm going to sing it, I'm going to have my line in there. And for this one, it is, open up your legs, girl. I want to kiss you in your private spot. Everything else is written by somebody else that just writes generic lyrics. I guarantee he had a lyric that was, go on and spread your lips, girl. I guarantee yeah, yeah. that was oh, written yeah. at one time. Where he's like, I'm I just mean, gonna sneak this in. Go ahead, spread your lips, girl. Yeah, like a French kiss, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you think he's ever like, oh, that might be too much? Or it's the record <laughs> executives are like, no, R. Kelly. Well, that's what's interesting because, like, so this song, it's 2009, so it's way later in his career. Mm-hmm. And the, the album is solely produced by him, right? And so yeah. it's interesting seeing his level of like, I'm going to push the boundaries in certain ways throughout his career. It's bizarre. Yeah. I don't, I didn't listen to the full albums of these. No, no. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I don't know the, like the context of it in the album, but like in, just looking at song titles, it's a lot different than I believe I can fly. And yeah. <laughs> like bump and grind was, you know, his song from the nineties that was, you know, obviously sexual innuendo yeah so that's kind of his brand but i feel like he just kind of got lucky with that one and made like a catchy version of all of these other songs <laughs> yeah. you know like he pulled a page out of his diary that had a catchy melody to it yeah <laughs> like oh yeah bump, nothing wrong with bump and grind yeah that's what all my songs are <laughs> yeah. about yeah <laughs> But, like, it's honestly the way lyrically the song is set up, it reminds me, like, it could be, like, a skit that you would see on a sketch show. Yeah. You know? Like, suddenly he's like, are you going to kiss me too? And then suddenly he's like, go ahead, spread your legs, girl. (laughs) We ain't making out. It's an SNL skit. (laughs) Yeah. So it sounds like an R&B song, and then that very last line of that first verse, you're like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And then he just goes into the chorus like, no, 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 don't worry about that. I got a whole lot of kisses for you. So I picture this this song as, all right, since we're doing the little skits, it's literally playing, and then they turn down the radio. And it's just two guys like sitting in a car. He's like, "Yeah, I smacked her. It's so hot. Yeah, it's I got, I got her. I, I was doing some crazy things that her mama wouldn't be happy about. You know what yeah. I'm talking about." And then the, you know, the, some like I don't know, whatever the scene goes on. But literally, it's just this song in general. I mean, minus the lyrics, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it oh, yeah. gets stuck in my it, head. It was an R and B like classic song. It's so catchy, and I was like, "Fuck that." Because I know R. <laughs> Kelly, but I was literally just like, you know, cutting like you know, cutting tomatoes, and I was like, "Oh, let it kisses." That's the thing was... that that like amazed me listening to him. Like I said, like, is he a genius? Because every one of his songs gets stuck in my head. That was beautifully mm-hmm. done because it was so catchy, it was yeah. so like rhythmic. It was so uh, I don't know. It's it, that one stuck in stuck in. He's like. I don't know the equivalent to this, but it's like with genius level people, right? It's either they can do good in the world or bad in the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like use your powers for good or use your powers for evil. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like how people like talk about Bill Gates. It's like Bill Gates does a lot of good in the world. And then he also has the evil side. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Testing vaccines on third world countries. Yeah. And yeah. also being like, 
other countries don't get our vaccines. They can't yeah. make them. Yeah. What are you, crazy? <laughs> no, we're using them as tuss, test subjects, not yeah. patients. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. They're going to fuck them up. Yeah. Don't How do you think them. I have all this money? <laughs> but I love people. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm a great dude. Yeah. My wife hates me, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a theory that, like, uh, that um, she divorced him because, you know, wives can't testify against their husbands in court. Oh, and that's there's all this stuff about the testing of vaccines on third world countries, which he's they his foundation has legitimately done. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Epstein stuff. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but well, they were putting all that. Babe, like, he's a cool going, guy. I don't yeah. understand. He's got an Jeff? island. <laughs> You're worried about Jeff? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you know him. He's just a. Wild and crazy guy. You know, he's just harmless. <laughs> harmless Jeff. Yeah. And Ghislaine? Oh, you got nothing to worry about with her. Yeah. Bill, you can't trust a name with that starts with jizz. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I usually don't, but she's a really nice lady. Yeah. Her dad was a newspaper man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right. So let's move on from whole lot of kisses to I think it's probably my favorite song on this mix. Ooh. Yeah. Which is, is so short. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's a song called Sweet Tooth. It's off uh, an album called Double Up <laughs> from 2007. I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> uh, it's track number 15 off that album coming in at two minutes and 50 seconds. Double Up is the eighth studio album. It was released by Jive Records in 2007. Um, let's see. The album features contributions with guest appearances and also the productions, which was handled by R. Kelly along with Swiss Beats, The Runners, Snoop Dogg, Nelly, Chameleon Air, and some other people. Um, its lead single uh, has remixed to I'm a Flirt, which features guest vocals from American rapper T.I., also in trouble. And American recording artist T-Pain, attaining the prominence of the success on the Billboard's Top 40 chart while it peaked at number one on the U.S. Top Hot Rap Tracks chart. Now, this song is probably my favorite because of lyrically. (laughs) It's, I mean, it starts off so sweet. Right, so sweet. This is for them big girls, small girls, hey. tall girls, and this is for them girls, skinny girls, white black girls, girls, black girls. It don't matter the color or nationality. I got so, a sweet tooth. Come and get with me. <laughs> so inclusive. <laughs> and this song, it does not thread an interesting narrative like the first one. It's pretty much just straight up, and. He, one of the reasons why I love it so much is because you got to look at the lyrics to understand, like he has a line in there. that says, want to giggle with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's just that kind of stuff in the song is amazing to me. He's got, this is one of my favorites. It's like, I'm not playing girl. I'm on a mission. Legs won't stop shaking. Once I do it, tongue game, tight girl, let me do it. <laughs> Tease you. Then please you girl. Open up. Let me in your world. Girl, I want to be alone with you. I'm trying to see what that booty do. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Baby, first let me know what you're going to do about this sweet tooth. What a do, girl. <laughs> Got a sweet tooth for you, girl. Baby, I'm tempted to taste. I can't wait to drink your milk. Mm-hmm. You're looking like a big whole piece of cake. Mm. <clears throat> Hell yeah. I'm all up in your middle. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, it oh, no. tastes like Skittles. Damn. Taste the rainbow. I'm just keeping it real with you. Girl, I got a sweet tooth. <laughs> <laughs> also, lines like, see, Doc says stay away from the sweets. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, there's some lot. There's one line in. I mean, I'll, I'll go last on this one because I got a lot to say about it. But there's there's one line that makes me, you know, that really backs up my theory of R. Kelly being a mentally challenged man that somebody is else it, writes. Can I? Songs. Is it this? So this bridge. Mm-hmm. I don't want no dinner, babe. I'm going straight for a dessert. You don't need no panties, babe. Girl up under that t-shirt. Okay. That one, that last line is just like, Doesn't he's make so sense. excited about everything. He's like, girl, up on boobies. Got titties, the booty. Or is your line about band-aids? It's about band-aids. Yep, it's about band-aids. Okay, fine. I'll get into it. All right. So, that says my notes. Plus, I'm going to need... What does he say? Plus, I'm going to need Band-Aids for my knees. Mm-hmm. In the middle of this song of just sexual innuendo about milk and cake and sweet tooth, he says, I'm going to need Band-Aids for my knees, which means that he's actually done this before to the point where he needs Band-Aids on his <laughs> knees. That's not an imagination uh, okay, thing. Hold on. Let's which means well, that he, he ate pussy so hard what that the- he had to walk into a CVS... <laughs> With painful knees, just waddle on in there, go up to the cashier and ask where the Band-Aids are. He had to compare the name brand versus the CVS brand. He had to wonder if he needs waterproof or medicated Band-Aids. I think he went to the doctor. Well, yeah, because he got real bandages. What do I need for these knees? Well, that's why his metaphor doesn't make any sense because before that line, it's, girl, I'm about to give myself a cavity. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then he puts in his one line that he oh. wrote for the song, which is, yeah. I need band-aids for my knees. And they're usually on the bottom shelf, too, so you know he's kneeling down. That's hurting his knees even more. So my one zinger for all this is he probably wouldn't be a big fan of the keto diet. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to have them sugar alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> fix something. Yeah. More I'm, not, I'm not eating Atkins bars, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to write a sexual song called Carb Cravings. <laughs> like, Girl, I got your carb cravings. I just, I couldn't believe that it just, I spent, I've spent so much brain space thinking about why would he say your pussy tastes like Skittles? I'm just being honest with you. Like, <laughs> like why? Like it must have happened in real life. That's, I mean, I don't know why he has to say I'm just being honest. Exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. That's like like if you're like uh like shouting somebody out, be like, Hey, shout out to Randall Harding. You know who you are. Yeah. Like, you don't need to say you know who you are because you said their full name. Like Or it's like Randy, you piece of shit. Just being honest with you. Just being honest with you. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean 
it obviously doesn't taste exactly like Skittles. <laughs> you don't know. You know? <laughs> I don't know that. You're right. It could she could have had Skittles up there. She could. What happens if it's a peanut <laughs> M&M's? Oh, I mean, if you got peanut allergies, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, maybe he put Skittles up there. Oh, I mean, <laughs> probably. <laughs> he's done much worse. <laughs> yeah, do you think that he's done so much th- sexual that he had to, like, figure out new things to be sexual about. (laughs) I'm going to just jam some Skittles up there. (laughs) All right. While listening to this song, did you ever just happen to look at the album cover? Double up? Yeah. It is. is, I can't can't take that seriously. I want to know what double up means. I take it back. I want to know what that is. What does it mean? (laughs) I don't know what to do with him. Maybe t- two rubbers? You put two condoms on? Okay. I, no, I right, think he does up. the opposite. <laughs> uh, Girl, you're getting plan himself. B. <laughs> <laughs> she, she thinks so, I'm tic-tac. I didn't know tic-tac. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, I think he... he doubles up because he puts his balls in, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he calls doubling up. He puts one kind of on, puts Skittles in the next one, and puts that on top of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, taste your Skittles, baby. What if he's just talking to, like, an ice cream sundae? Or, like, a, a cup of frozen yogurt? <laughs> ice cream. He just like, loves food. Uh, I'm, right up, I'm right up in your middle. Girl, I ain't gonna lie. You taste just like fucking Skittles. He's like, oh, that is Skittles inside of the frozen yogurt. That's no, what, you know what, Robert? You know you're just talking about food, but it sounds very sexual yeah. the way you're saying it. He's like, nah, I got sweet tooth. Man, I fucking love sweets, man. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's me when I'm really high at night. Yeah. <laughs> I just creep out to that I got a kitchen. Ooh, I know where you're hiding. <laughs> you know what I like to do with the Snickers bar? I like to sit it and just suck on it. So, no, yeah. you can't say that, R. Kelly. Yeah. I wanna, I'm going to write a song about this. I suck the nougat right out of there. <laughs> Saying, ooh, I know where you're hiding to the candy in reference and making it a sexual innuendo makes it so much worse. Like, ooh, I know where you're hiding. I'm coming to get you. You can't hide from me. Oh. Yeah. I like that he's honest, though. He's saying, yeah. you know, women are his sweet tooth. And he can't help himself. No. Yeah, he'd be diabetic. Yeah. Yeah. Be funny if he got into like full on like diabetes talk in the song. Like, I made some choices. <laughs> They're gonna have to cut off my left foot because I love the sweets so much. <laughs> Wilford Brimley, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered my medication, but it's gonna take three weeks to get here, so I can't have sweets until they come in. <laughs> Uh, all right, so moving on from Sweet Tooth, we got Feeling on Your Booty. And this is the Hypnosis Mix No Ass. No Ass. <laughs> no uh, Ass. This is uh, off the Remix City Volume 1, which came out in 2005, but it's also from the original version it's from tp-2.com from 2000. Um, this is track number 18, four minutes and five seconds. Uh, just so you know, TP2 or TP-2.com is 12play-2. That's what it means, in case you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> that upsets me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this song, I don't know if you guys either looked this up or you could tell in it, 
Um, but Piss on You from The Chappelle Show, this is what that song's based off of. Mm. This is the song that they're sampling from. Is it the hypnosis remix, No Ass? <laughs> Classic. Um, all right, so feeling on your booty, I decided to put this one here, one, because of when it came out, but also because it kind of like, it just kind of starts off as an R&B song. And then I think it's probably, for me, it's the tamest of the songs, personally. Mm. Yep. Is it because it's edited? It is edited. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Even lyrically, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Well, I just I love how much the reason why I chose this one over the original is because of how much he talks about it being a remix. <laughs> yes. I just, I just didn't understand that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean. Uh, it does have a couple of lines in here, like, baby, oh. tell me what you're drinking. Oh, I got you. Like, he's going to slip a little something, something in there. <laughs> oh, I got you. Don't worry about <laughs> I love the line, and your hair wo- and your hair weave looking kind of pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of, kind of pretty. <laughs> How do you guys feel towards this song? I just I love starting it out with, mm, "Damn, this sound familiar. <laughs> this sound real familiar." <laughs> like, it, I don't know what his idea of a remix is <laughs> because it's not the traditional remix. Like, no, <laughs> the popular song that he has is "Ignition Dash Remix." Yeah, it's the remix to "Ignition <laughs> Hot and Fresh Out the Kitchen." Like. That's the remix. And then you listen to the original Ignition, and it's like, that's just a different song, R. Kelly. Like, that's not the remix to the song. It's a different song. It's like the original of this song, like, musically, there's like the like the little melody <laughs> yeah. of it maybe sounds similar, but it's also just a different song. It's like yeah. when you change the lyrics to it, it's not really a remix. Like, I feel like a remix is just reconstituted beats you know like yeah still lyrically the same but he's just making another song and you're like this is like a remix it's not a sequel it's not related to the other song it's the remix yeah well this this set of lyrics it just it may lend credence to what you're saying because it makes no sense no sense if it's your birthday then put your hands up you want to get drunk then put your hands up and if you got some cash, then put your hands up. Have your own job. Put your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> if you wear two shoes, yeah. put your hands up. I just don't understand. Have your own job. <laughs> yeah. If you have a, if you got somebody else's job, keep your hands down. Yeah. I, I the whole the whole vocal run in the the end of towards the end of it where yeah. it just goes booty. <laughs> It reminds me of Tiny Tim. Yeah. Tiptoe through the tulips. And I'm like, oh, man, you really got let off the leash on this one. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I'm going to make a remix. You guys can keep, you can keep feeling on your booty as, you know, a good song. And I'm going to make my fucked up stupid remix (laughs) with weird ass lyrics. It's going to be a one take song. That's it. 
I like in the lyrics it says, R. Kelly harmonizes booty during the vamp. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> <sighs> booty. It's not even like in in key with anything else. It's just him just straight up yelling booty. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. RJ? So this is another one where I literally just walked around being like, what me make this is this? <laughs> over and over again. And it made me so mad. <laughs> like so irritated. Then I try to look up information on this. And I'm like, hey, like as Devin said, it's basically just – you know, remix to ignition. It just stop doing remixes. Just just make an original track, and I would have been happy. But it's one of those that just got stuck in my head. Yeah, over and over again, I just sing this melody. Also, that that stupid melody. Oh, it. it, it, it okay, okay. <laughs> I heard it, and I was like, it's very Asian sounding. It yeah. just said the, I don't know what it was, but it was like so ding, you were ding, in. Ding, ding. Oh, I was just like, damn, the beat brought me. <laughs> I don't want to be here, but I am. <laughs> It's for my people. Like I'm literally at the door checking IDs, and I was like, "Oh, technically, I let all of you in." So that's what R. Kelly said. You so, heard the noises wow. like femory. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it, I think I liked the kisses better than this one. But this one's get got stuck in my head. Yeah, I found this vocal run. If you want to hear it, yeah. See, he laughs. He laughs. That's what throws me off. It's like, is he serious? You know who else laughs was mentally challenged people <laughs> writing music. It's real consistent with my theory. Yeah, especially it reminds me of like if Jack Black was singing an R&B song, you know? Yes. Yeah. Because he does that all the time in Tenacious D and stuff. Yeah. Before runs. Before we go too far with this, you missed out on one of his lines. Are you sleepy? After is that after the drink line? I don't remember. The order I had trouble looking up the lyrics for this because it's the remix. Yes, because yeah. it, it was. But he says yeah. in there, "Are you sleepy?" Because <laughs> I'm feeling uh, on your booty. Two minutes and <laughs> eight cents, eight seconds into the the song, he says, "Are you sleepy?" <laughs> Oh, I did hear that. Are you and I was sleepy? Like, yeah, because of the hypnosis remix. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, okay, I thought the hypnosis. Oh, no, he's doing something. I thought the hypnosis part was creepy from the get-go. Yeah. But then I listened to, the, like, the lyrics of it. I'm like, okay, like, it's not as sexual as the other songs. No, so, yeah. like, I don't know what he's trying to hypnotize oh, you he, with. This is his, like, I think the hey, melody. I'm R. Kelly. Like, yeah. Here, are you sleepy? Come with me. Let's party. Yeah. yeah, I think the hypnosis is like, oh, I can write a song that's going to get stuck in your motherfucking head. All right, so moving on, we've got track number four, which is The Greatest Sex off of <laughs> T 
tp-2.com from 2000. Uh, this is track number... F- oh, I didn't write down which track it was, but it's coming at 4 minutes and 39 seconds. Um, all right, so The Greatest Sex, I love this song because of the story that he's telling. And so he starts off with, you know, from beyond this bed of mine, I see ceiling fans with you on top of me. And the window blinds are filled with rays of sun and all your secret fantasies that will be done, right? <laughs> and then the following line is when it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Which is, and inside of your walls, there will dwell a Capricorn. Yeah. And so I looked it up and R. Kelly's a Capricorn. Right? Oh, big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and if we keep this up, then our love child will be born all because of the greatest sex. Now, to me, the narrative of the song is that the sex was so good that he needed to just line those walls. Yep. (laughs) There dwells a Capricorn. (laughs) Well, see, I think the end of that, he says all because of the greatest. And doesn't say sex. He just says all because the greatest. Oh, yeah. Greatest you, the greatest me. (laughs) Goes into that. And it's all like, it's all these like poetic lyrics that are, you know, still, you know, along the lines of all these other songs where he's, he's making double entendres and like sexual innuendo. And then it just gets to the chorus, which is just straight up. This is the best sex I ever had. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes back into poetry. Like, yes, I know 12 ways to make your love come down and yeah. the secret places on you will be found. What are the like 12 a places? Voyage. When the storm begins to roar, there's no telling what this night could have in store. Yeah. Do you Rhyming. think he has like a, a anatomy chart of a woman where the 12 places are? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, everybody knows 12 places. <laughs> You got two feet. You got two knees. You got two back of your knees. Do you think? No, no, hold on. He's literally sits there and he's like, right there. I like to please ladies. So head, shoulders, knees, and toes. toes. How many is that? Eyes and ears and mouth and nose. That's four because I said the other ones twice. So that's only four. Okay, that's four. (laughs) It goes back to your theory, Devin. Yeah. And then at the end of the song, this what throws me through the loop, right? Is at the end he says, "Something heaven has ordained for the sake of our love, like a hand and glove, we go together. This love is forever. Ooh, this sex is so good. I've got to break it down." So he had sex. It was so good that he blasted the walls, and then he sat there and he's like fuck, I got to make a song out of this sexual mm-hmm. encounter I just had. And then he writes that into the song, the sex is so good I've had to break it down. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah, he's, I mean, it's really breaking the fourth wall. You know? <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Leave some mystery there, yeah. Robert. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's autobiographical at that point, right? Yeah. Like, you know that this isn't a story. You know that he was with a woman and they were fucking, and he's like, this is so good. I don't care. We're going to have a child whether you like it or not. Because nothing in here mm-hmm. is from her point of view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always, this is, the line is, this is the best sex I've ever had. I just love his romanticiza- <laughs> romanticization 
of this moment if it is autobiographical because it's you know in reality he's probably just you know pumping away for 30 seconds he's like can i come in your pussy (laughs) (laughs) and like that's what he's like man that was so good i gotta (laughs) i gotta write this down (laughs) that was fucking sick (laughs) literally she says something he's like shut up bitch i got thoughts (laughs) (laughs) where's my diary bitch (laughs) (laughs) my night journal my dream journal (laughs) (sighs) yeah again like this song is so deceiving because i can imagine someone who's not paying attention to the song being like oh yeah this is just like an r&b song that's just like slightly sexual yeah, but the further you dive down into <laughs> any one of these things, you're just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> no, it had strong roller rink vibes for sure. Oh like, yeah, this was like, you know, the sl- not even the slow dance one. Like it was just an innocuous it, song. Devin was grinding on everyone on his roller. <laughs> oh yeah, I was rollerblading backwards to this for sure. And you're just bending air. over, hoping that somebody looks. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm ready for yeah. anybody." Hoping to run into somebody. He's just rolling around the park naked, just screaming, "This is the best sex <laughs> I've ever had." <laughs> So, I'm going to bust on your wall. I don't, don't want to call him out here, but literally during the roller rink days of Devin's younger years, he'd roll backwards. Literally just yeah. bent over and just going into oncoming traffic. And That's hopefully, how you rollerblade. Wait, bent over? Yeah, he's bent over, just like literally just, you know, grabbing his ankles. Ass first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's rolling <laughs> opposite traffic of the roller rink and just hopefully, you know, you know. Just, yeah. <laughs> Is that not how you guys rollerblade? <laughs> Wear his pants down? Yes. <laughs> it was weird. They weren't down. You can't skate with your pants down. I just don't wear pants. <laughs> yeah, caught on your ankles. <laughs> just another hindrance. Don't need the pants in the way. Just airing out the old whistle. Yeah. The, the 90s were weird. Airing out that dirt whistle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the greatest sex. It's a good song. Sex. It's a good jam. Yeah. But yet again, back to it, the album cover. I can't get over that. Oh yeah. So much white. <laughs> he looks so comfy <laughs> with this. Does. Do you think that's like him laying down on his bed? Oh, just made of feathers? Yeah, this is like that looks so soft. Yeah, I bet he does have a bed made of feathers, actually. It's probably yeah. not his main bed, but he probably has at least one. Well, speaking of Tommy Lee, I don't know if you guys saw uh, they're making like a biopic. Tommy Lee Jones? Uh, no, just the drummer Sexy Tommy Lee. <laughs> oh, okay, that's right. Uh, and uh, Tommy Lee and Pam, the I forget the actress that's playing Pamela Anderson, but she's in it too, right? And so, like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, they better reenact the boat porn, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they better reenact that boat porn. And then the other thing I thought about was MTV Cribs. I remember Tommy Lee's house specifically. And it's because he had a room... That was there's like no light in it. There's like a really dim light, and the whole ground was just a giant pillow that was purple Sick. and velvet. Oh yeah, where it's just like he had a, a a large room that's just a giant fuck pillow. Because <laughs> you know, like that's what it's for. Like it's not for yeah. just lounging. It's just like no, it's just we're just gonna fuck everywhere on this giant pillow yeah you don't wear shoes in that room (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's like uh this one time uh we were living uh down in roseville 
and the neighbors, uh, they were they had just moved out of their house, and uh, the person I was living with, her dad, was like, "Hey, Mike, do you want to like break into that house and go check it out inside?" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> and so me and her dad went into this house, and they had a room that they reconstructed into a giant shower. Uh, what? So they you walked hmm. into this room. It was tile with shower heads all around the room with drains everywhere. And I was just like, this is a giant fuck shower. <laughs> like, there's no other purpose for this room other than a giant fuck shower. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, I get it. Why would you need... Why would you need access to water that fast? <laughs> you couldn't just fuck in a room and then take a shower separately. Well, Even if, if there's multiple people. If they've got a 20-person orgy there, Devin. There's so many fluids going around. <laughs> yeah. you got to wash that down immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I'd install a slip and slide for the fun of it. Why not just have a giant like wave pool in your backyard? I feel like that would be cheaper. <laughs> yeah. But then you got a lazy river it. or something. I would have so a lazy river. They probably yeah. just power wash the shit out of that room, and they're good. Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Actually. I think Dexter would probably like that room. Yeah, yeah it'd be a good kill room. Like Ooh, Girl with Dragon Tattoo, he had that in his basement. New season yeah. of Dexter coming soon. So weird. I have mixed feelings. RJ hasn't, RJ hasn't finished it. Mm-mm. He didn't see the last season, so he doesn't know I like why it's ending. weird. I loved it. Yeah. no. Uh, I, lots of people have issues with it. I love the brother-sister fuckery. Like, I love that. Yeah. Like, it's all good. I, I was fine with everything that happened. I mean, I'm fine with, like, the ending of Lost, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, even... Game of Thrones could have been better, but I was fine with it. Yeah. Like, people complain about too much shit, but Dexter, like, the last season moved fast, but also, like, that's kind of like the, the, I don't know, that's kind of like the narrative of his life. You know, his life was moving fast at that point. Yeah. You know, everything was escalating. But, yeah, I don't think RJ necessarily knows why it's, like, weird that they're doing a new season. Yeah, I have a feeling the plot of it is that he's been laying low in a town, not doing any killing, and then he stumbles upon another serial killer, and then that pulls him back into the game. Yes. I think that's what's... Which I don't want that to be the case. I want him to be like... I want him at the end of the last season be like, my Dark Passenger is gone. I have no more conversations with my dead dad. I'm all in on killing people no matter what like i want that to be the dexter mm. versus it's gonna be let and most likely that he's just been laying low and he gets pulled back in or what if he gets rid of his dark passenger completely and he's just a detective solving murders and then turns into true detective season four oh he's not killing anyone he's just no. finding people yeah but he's, these serial oh. killers one of them knows who he is I don't think people would be happy with that. I don't think so. <laughs> I would be happy with that. I think that'd be interesting. I would be happy with that yeah. if he if there was some kind of like struggle with him like getting back into it, you know? Yeah. Probably someone's like people will just want to see him kill people and then almost get caught. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We have the winning formula. Yeah. Why would we stray <laughs> away from that? Let's look at the previous seasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he tries to have sex with a woman and have a relationship, <laughs> and then he kills someone. He almost gets caught. Same plot every season. She, she dies or she moves oh, yeah. out of the country. <laughs> exactly. That's it. <laughs> Except for uh, what was her? What did uh? Was it? Uh, fuck. What's her name? 
Oh, um, Rita? No, not no, Rita. Rita fucking did. She has like a <laughs> a weird name, like Luminous or something like that. Lumen. Lumen. Yeah, it was Lumen. That's right. She's yeah, she's, she's the only rat. one that just disappears, right? Um, because she doesn't. I think she just leaves, and he's like, "All right, cool." Yeah, there was there was another one that got into like killing with him. That was but the crazy the crazy artist. Yeah, like the French lady. Yeah, or something. I don't yeah. know. She, I think she's British. That's right. Because he goes Same to thing. he goes to England <laughs> and kills her. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love Dexter. Damn, I gotta rewatch that show. That was fucking good, good. We should do it again. I'm watching like Killing Jane, Eve again right my now. My favorite. Have you seen that? Yeah, my wife watches it. I my favorite it. season is the Edward James Olmos and uh, Colin Hanks season. Yes. Yeah. That. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, with like the protege. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, that one was like, that was kind of a turning point for the his character, like mm-hmm. Dexter's character. Yeah. Um, that was like the whole religious themed one. Mm-hmm. Archie, what season did you leave off on? Do you know uh, who Lumen is? What happened in season four? I think season four was Colin Hanks and uh, James Olmos. That might have been five. Yeah, I think that was five. Four might have been, uh, um, not John Voight. Um, Lithgow? Yeah, John no, Lithgow. No, I think, wasn't he season three? I think that was three. That was the third rock of the, from the Sun guy. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because he he's like a Brian De Palma staple in the 70s and 80s. And he only played bad guys in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And then suddenly he got third rock from the sun and everyone was like, you're the good guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's what a lot of us know him. I saw as. him with the whole Rita and everything like that. And then the next season, I think I started it and just never finished it. See the one with the, like, there's a horse with a dead body on it riding through town. Mm, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, you might have left off on season five then. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> there's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, that was the thing that got me to watch Dexter is how much Dustin loved him. Oh, really? Yeah. Dokes. Is it Dokes? Or? Oh, Dokes. Dokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much Dustin oh, loved him. him. I don't <laughs> trust you, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you a weird motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't trust you, motherfucker. That was great. Yeah, somebody at my work said they just stopped at like season three. I was like, there's so much more. I haven't yeah. finished it, but there's so much more. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There was a theory that Dokes was still alive. Because they never, I think, I don't think they ever clarify that he's like actually dead. I don't know if they find the body. I think he just goes missing. Yeah, because those. I think you hear gunshots off screen, maybe um, from those. Because it happens when he's at the swamp thing, right? Yeah, and he has he has him in a cage there for a little bit, and then there's like uh, drug dealers that go there. Every Dexter season becomes more convoluted. Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> There's so much going on. Yeah, There's like the whole like sex ring season. Oh yeah, with that strange. is that the season the... with that crazy ass house? Do you remember he oh, goes into that dude's house? Yes, and it's with like, the bowl head, yeah, Minotaur. With, it's, yes, exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that one. That might have been that same season. That was fucking weird. That was the I only legitimately it, scary, like somewhat scary part because I'm yes. like, this exists somewhere. <laughs> I had nightmares about being raped by a minotaur for months after that. <laughs> like, that like was terrifying. Some fucking meth head in Orangevale has this house. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, all right. Crazy. So last song on this mix, 
this last song is very important because it ties together the whole thing for me. I like the crotch on you. Mm. Track Thanks, number. Mike. <laughs> What's this one about? <laughs> um, it's off the album Twelve. Twelve play, I think maybe. Yeah, twelve mm. play. Yeah, twelve play. It's maybe his... twelve play is really one two play, and it just means number one and number two play, which is poo poo and pee pee. Maybe uh, it's track number six off the album, coming at six minutes and thirty eight seconds. So this song is the middle of the album. Um, this album uh, debut was the debut album from him, released in 1993. The album follows his tenure with R&B group Public Announcement, with whom he released one album, Born into the 90s in 1992. It went on to the top R&B uh, album charts for nine weeks. Um, the album features four singles, including Bump and Grind, Your Body's Calling, Sex Me, Part 1 and 2. Two parts. Uh, the album serves as the first of a trilogy of albums kelly released under the 12 play moniker including the album we already talked about tp-2.com and then there's tb-3 reloaded (laughs) it's the remix the remix (laughs) since receiving an initially mixed response from critics 12 play has received more favorable retrospective criticism now, the first time I saw this song, I was like, I saw the title. I was like, I got to listen to it, right? <laughs> like, how would you build a song called I Like the Crotch on You, right? Mm-hmm. And listening to it, it took me several times listening to it because the melody of the song is so distracting to me because mm-hmm. the song yes. <laughs> sounds like a New Kids on the Block song. Like, it sounds like a boy band song which he just came from an R&B group, so it kind of makes sense, but it doesn't sound like an R&B song to me. Like, it just kind of sounds like what Bruno Mars would kind of do or what you would see, like, the Backstreet Boys do later. Like, I could see the same exact melody on a Backstreet Boys album. Mm -hmm. And so listening to it, it took me a couple of times listening to it to understand that the song is purely about a pickup line. Hmm. So, I gotta. Uh, the line, I like the crotch on you, is. I mean, he's got, I want what you got, I need, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. He's got all that, you know? <laughs> got, wiggly, wiggly, wiggly. <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? This is when I started to like key up to this. It says, Now the time has come for you and I to knock it, so bring it on, and I'll do it all night long. Give me your number, and I'll call you yesterday. I don't. Delight yeah. you hear <laughs> what I have to say. <laughs> now, this just sounds like an idiot trying to pick up a girl. I'll call you yesterday, girl. <laughs> that sounds smooth. You know, that sounds pretty good. And then when you hear the chorus of, I like the crotch on you, I want the crotch on you. I need the crotch on you. Need it. <laughs> Tell me what you're going to do. <laughs> and then it goes on, right? He says, I like the bunnies with the shorts on with the booties left all in them. So bend yeah. over, baby, and let me freak your denim. Mm-hmm. You got the kind of booty I would love to freak a dig 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 But <laughs> uh, <laughs> No. 
But not without the gym hat strapping. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's, that means wearing a condom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Strap on your Jimmy hat. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And so, like, that's that's the most surprising part out of any of these songs <laughs> that R. Kelly uses a condom. And then you get to, and this is the 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 part that it's the breadcrumbs where it starts. This is his first album, right? Oh, you're gonna want to freak me, freak me. Oh, you're old enough, baby, eighteen mm-hmm. and over, or sixteen or- and under. Yeah, but how I wonder, wonder, I wonder, damn, I like, I like <laughs> that. Okay, so that means that the only girl that's off limits for him is the girl at the age of seventeen, <laughs> which is totally the opposite of what I think the Beatles told us. <laughs> she was just seventeen. I mean, you know what I mean. Wasn't yeah. that a song? Uh, was that the Beatles? She was just seventeen. I think and you're thinking you know, Rolling Kelly. Stones. No, 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 that's the Beatles. Okay, and I saw yeah. her standing there. Yes, seventeen. Yeah, R. Kelly's like, no, nah, that's gross. <laughs> she got to be eighteen or over, any eighteen to one hundred and twenty-seven, or sixteen and under. Seventeen's gross, but maybe the seventeen is the. Oh, but how I wonder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he's finally giving, he's giving some thought. He's like, you know what? I thought about 16 and under, and damn, I'm fine with that. 18 and over, you know I'm okay with that. I'm warming up to this idea of 17-year-olds. I wasn't open to it before, but you know, I could be convinced. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> Um, and then what I thought was so interesting is the back half of this song, like not only to give me this weird nineties pop song that really belongs for a boy band. Um, and then have this weird line that's really damning later in his career, but then to have this back half of the song that I think really says everything about R. Kelly. So the back half of the song, if anyone goes out and listens, it suddenly slows down, and it sounds okay, like it's part. R. Kelly like in a bar with his friends on a piano, right? <laughs> yes. And he's sitting there talking about how women used to not be interested in him at all. Not Robert. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you have song uh, lines like, can I rock your boots today? And you told me, no, Rob, no way, no how, not today. And then suddenly the song flips to like, now I have fame and power and all the women want me no matter what. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. see, they used to call me stank, but now I'm walking to the bank. (laughs) Yeah. Talk about it. And now they tell me, yes, Rob, come on right now. You go boy. Ask them time and time again. But now you see me driving in my bends. And now they say, yes, Rob, come on, come on right now. Go, boy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Don't say the next line. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, put your money up there. Tell us this. We can shoot some ball on the 18th Street straight up. So he's just talking to his friends, right? 
But I think it's so interesting that this early in his career that he's basically saying that like when I was younger, women didn't want me. When I got famous, all the women wanted me and I fucked all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm bored. And it's amazing that this song is at the beginning of his career to me. That like he's basically laying out the breadcrumbs of like the underage girls and then the power trip that he has being able to just piss on whoever he wants. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I didn't pay attention too much to those lyrics. Um because the whole it caught me so off guard, like the whole <laughs> last part of the song. Yeah. First, I started the song, and I noticed it was like seven minutes long almost. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be a long one. <laughs> and then it stops at one point, And then it stops and comes back with the same song. Just like R. Kelly. With the outro. And then <laughs> that outro stops. And then it goes into the, I guess, secret song. <laughs> but the secret song, what I what I was picturing during that entire ending sequence is... Just basically a bunch of guys that are like a pussy-eating barbershop quartet (laughs) getting back together after like 20 years at their college reunion. Like, man, you still know that song? Like, yeah, let's let's sing that song, that, you know, really gross one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was – I like to picture R. Kelly sitting at a coffee shop just writing these lyrics down. (laughs) Like – you know, just wearing like a turtleneck on a and glasses. No, he's got a real nice notebook. And he's oh, like okay. writing all of his thoughts. He's like, yeah, fucking, you know, do you like all the, the dialogue too? you know, like the other guys saying stuff like, can I get with you today? And you told me, no, Rob. No, no way. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, how not? No, how not? Not today. Like I used to say, do you mind if we spend? No, Rob. No, Robert. It's like. How now, brown cow? No, How now, bro? I can't put that in. <laughs> yeah. And then one part, which I still don't understand, the ly- this is what the lyrics say. I don't know what they actually are. But once you see the Bozak, you're going to freak. I don't know what the Bozak is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but he says it so I got, seven times. I, I did research. Oh, yeah. You got the Bozak? So, so the, the Bozak? Bozak. Show me the Bozak. I have two, uh, it's Urban Dictionary, so I mean it might not be totally credited. Ooh. I think it's Balls. So it's a it's originally apparently from a 1989 rap duo called EMPD, and they were like, "Yo, if you don't like us, you could suck the Bozak." <laughs> so it was reference to a penis, but it also could has be been used as being like, "Hey, you can go fuck yourself." So it's kind of in the same premise of like, uh, like if that. you say to someone like, "Go suck a dick." Yeah, like it's kind of like that saying. Go I get that Bozak. Their... <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> Bozak Horseman. I think it's their way of saying ball sack for the radio yeah, and still I, being on I, the radio that's or something. That's what that sounds like, but you know, it yeah. could go any way of those three ways for the way yeah. using it. <laughs> but when he says, once you see the Bozak, you're going to freak. That <laughs> Yeah, for once sure. Once you see my balls, Yeah, once you that's see the these giant ass testicles. Because yeah. <laughs> you know what you know what ladies love is a huge pair of nuts. Yeah. You know? Yo, I jizz them for yeah. days. My perfect, you know Rizza, I'm yeah. Jizza. <laughs> my perfect guy, he got a tiny little dick, but big old balls. Yeah. You know I like them big donkey balls. Yeah. Just made a little shrimp dick and them donkey balls. That's all I want. Swinging. 
Swanging, swang them balls. Yeah, you can yeah. hear him when he walks down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> Just slapping his knees, <laughs> hanging low. Do your balls hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? I think that's in, uh, I think it's in Joe Dirt. Is it in Joe Dirt? Where the dog gets his balls frozen yes. to the porch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they show him like spatuling. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gross. Why don't you speak into the microphone? <laughs> oh, I got a backup mic right here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might be the movie I've seen most out of any movie in the world. Yeah. You're my lucky meteor, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Question about this. Back to it's the a sp- sp- Boeing bomb. <laughs> yeah. The album covers, which I've been playing off for, a, you know, for a little bit. The name of this album is called. 12 play? Yeah. yeah. He says uh, his line. Does this go line. back to, I have like the 12 inning, or I forgot what it was for the previous song, but he talks about the 12 ways. So he keeps on mentioning oh. 12. Oh, is this the sex cult? 12 signs of the Zodiac, too. Yeah. So I, I, what, I was like, what does that mean? Because literally his album cover just has numeral, uh, numer- what do you call those? The, the, the lines. <laughs> I forgot what they're Roman, called. Roman numerals? Yeah, Roman numerals. It's just 1 through 12. Really, and it has him with the. the oh, I hope it's a sex cult thing. I hope it's part. It, I hope it's branding. I hope he branded well, people with the twelve. There's a <laughs> all his. Oh shit! One and two together makes an R. Oh, okay. is that what it is? Might be. It's creative. But if he's branding people, because the guy Keith Raniere <laughs> from the uh, fucking <laughs> no, like seriously, the uh, the fucking uh, what is the cult? Devin the uh, Nexium cult. Yeah. They had that that brand that was that initials, were, yeah, and it was his initials backwards. It was K, yeah, uh, yeah K R, yeah. So it might be a thing like that. I, mean, I don't know if he's branding people, <laughs> but he says he does say a line in this. He says, uh, "After the no, but not without the gym hat strapping, ho, because I got the twelve play happening." Hmm. And play is capitalized twelve play. Maybe the okay. Is this album called Twelve Play? Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but what is the album like? Why would he do that versus Why like twelve? Yeah, his newer albums. He uses the you know I got the twelve like the places I could. Oh, I forgot the exact line. Oh, is this connected to D twelve, RJ? Oh shit! <laughs> okay, right, okay. Let's go back. Are we going back? Can we go back? Is yeah, R Kelly bit? all of no, the no, Dirty no, Dozen? No, 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 no. <laughs> what happens if Eminem? Is found by R. Kelly instead of Kanye West or Dr. Dre. Ooh. <laughs> he sounds like this rapper on this song. I don't know who the rapper is yeah. on this song, but <laughs> that's the guy that says the eighteen to sixteen thing. Yeah, it's not R. Kelly, right? No, but he wrote. No, it. it's some else. other guy. He like who it. allowed him in the studio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't they know, they know if that person is credited on the song. Yeah, they took him out. They're like, no, <laughs> your career is done. He probably said that line. He's like, I don't want credit for that. Like, keep me out. Yeah. Keep me out your mouth. <laughs> keep my name out your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the 12 is. It could be some Zodiac shit since he mentioned the Capricorn thing. Yeah. Which is a weird way of, like, describing it in the in the sense where, like, only somebody – or. The only person that would describe it like that is somebody that's into the Zodiac, you know, like a Capricorn's about to slide in your pussy. Like, well, you know, <laughs> that his, would never that's be something a weird way to say that. Yeah. 
His most recent album, do you know what that's called? No. 12 Nights of Christmas. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm going home. Uh, it's all it's it's a holiday themed album, RJ. You might like it. No, I I literally want to listen to this. Asses <laughs> with ribbons on them. Yeah, I saw Santa come down the chimney and I fucked him. <laughs> open up your present, and by present I'm in pussy. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's there's a great um, there's a a second season of a show on Netflix that just came on that it's it's one of my favorite shows. It's called Love, Death, and Robots. Um, mm, yeah. it, it's just a bunch of animated shorts. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it looks like easy, but animated. Yeah. It's and, so fucking good. And they change the style of animation and everything. It's done by different people. And yeah. the first season's amazing. And the second season, we watched the whole thing last night and they have, um, one of the shorts is one of the craziest, coolest things ever where these kids hear Santa Claus downstairs and you guys should watch it. I don't want to spoil it too much for me, for you guys, but Santa Claus is not the Santa Claus that you know. And it's like it, Santa Claus from Futurama. It quickly hmm. turns into like this very odd horror film. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's so fucking good though. Oh. Really cool. Hmm. Yeah. I've seen the previews for that, and I didn't know what to think of it at first because I only saw, like, the... I think I saw the... Uh, or I didn't watch the preview at first. I watched, like, the uh, the title card for it, and it looked like some kind of weird animation that I wouldn't be into. And then I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is all different shit. Yeah, you like, would... Some of them are fine, and then some of them are really fucking cool. Yeah, it looked... Like, some of them, I was really into, like, the concept of them. Yeah. The, and it did remind me of like easy um how just it's all like a different thing but also like with animated black mirror it reminded me of the sturgill simpson yeah uh, a little bit the anime that he did yeah 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 there's one of those on the first season that um it's in the future you have the 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 ability to uh look at different uh things that you're able to go back in time and change things slightly to see the outcome. And so they do it with Hitler. And it's one of the funniest things ever with how they just change things slightly in time. And then suddenly there's like a new World War II that's happening or a new Hitler uh, that's happening. Blah, blah, blah. It's really funny, though. You mean Donald Trump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but have you, you seen jo- Jojo Rabbit? Oh, that's dude, Jojo Rabbit was sick. I really love sad. that. Did you see the, the Proud Boy dude? Go bad on Trump. Which one? No, uh, Ethan something. Uh, anyways, he like tweeted something, uh, being like, "Trump's the real criminal. He duped us all." <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, dude. Like, what'd you expect? Because <laughs> he's he's uh, he has a uh, legal stuff against him because I think he was at the uh, Capitol, and uh, Trump's doesn't have his back apparently. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, the leader, uh, it was some, like, Hispanic guy named, like, Carlos or something. Yeah. And uh, he turned out to be an FBI informant. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he was the leader of the Proud Boys. That's awesome. And he was working with the FBI. But Proud Boys was started by that Gavin McInnes guy. Right. As, like, it was, the concept of it was started by him. Then the group of it, 
he just kept on with the joke for a while until he was like, oh, this this is real? And then he's like, okay, I don't want to be part of this anymore. And just yeah. kind of like went away for a while. <laughs> and then I guess this other guy just took it over, but he was just straight up working for the FBI. Super weird. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to him after that information came out. I don't know if like they disbanded or like elected a new president or something. I don't know how that works, the Proud Boys, because they're a weird group of people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah, I'm uh I'm glad that uh you guys went on this journey with me with R. Kelly. Yeah. Um, I feel like I could say a lot about R. Kelly to someone if they ever asked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you heard of this? Uh, I, I have, I think I had maybe like three or four more songs that I considered on here. Um, I think one of them is called Hump and Bounce. Uh, it's just like the, a sequel. That's to the Bump remix and Grind. to, yeah, that's the <laughs> remix to Bump and Grind. Um, but yeah, like, uh, Again, he's very confusing. I don't understand him. He's one of the most set the alleg- everything that's illegal aside. He's one of the most famous musicians ever, and people really liked him for a long time. And people bought a lot of his records. And I have no idea why. Yeah. And but at the same time, I get his song stuck in my head. So I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he had hit singles, but. That doesn't really it. It did translate to album sales. I don't think it does anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like people buy singles now. Like with the iTunes innovation, like they're able to just buy the song, or like it's all streaming now. So his album sales are crazy good because of one song on each album. Yeah, you know, I I don't know what that means about him. Because I don't know if people ever listen to his other songs. You know, fans of R. <laughs> Kelly. Like if you're a fan, to go out and buy the album, are you listening to the whole album? Yeah. I doubt it. I maybe. feel like you're just I don't playing know, a song. And then maybe skimming through some other ones, but not paying attention to it. So if you're a fan like myself, I was a big fan of the Space Jam soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You can buy an R. Kelly album, and you're like, "Oh, this is this is different." Yeah, <laughs> this is not what I expected. Yeah, be like, "Mom, what is he talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> I don't get what, it. I like the crotch on you. Is he talking about my pants? Yeah, <laughs> what part is this about a bird flying? Yeah. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. I I do like Skittles though. Yeah, <laughs> I love Skittles. I would love if he, if he originally proposed the Skittles song as. The song is going to put in Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Girl, your pussy tastes like Skittles. Just what Michael they, Jordan dunking to that song. What are they, they called? Like uh, the Shadow Riders or whatever? Yeah, Ghost Riders. Ghost Riders. Yeah. You're literally going to have somebody be like, no, you're just going to sing this one. That's what I'm saying. He's His whole career is written by Ghost Riders with the exception of one lyric for each one of these songs. <laughs> I think Devin solved it. Wow. Good job, yeah. Devin. I'm looking into this 12 conspiracy, too. Don't don't think I'm off of this 12 thing, because it's rattling around in my head now. Side note with conspiracies. Apparently, he got beat up in prison. Ooh. It, it, it is like a he says, she says, but thing, but apparently he got beat up in prison or was attacked. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, but 
you got a sweet tooth. Just <laughs> <laughs> knocks on the bar. Ding, ding, ding. I'm on Kelly. I got a sweet tooth. <laughs> you know sugar's bad for you, man. I'll show you. I'm about to stick my dick in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. like, you know you're in prison, right? <laughs> uh, RJ, I don't see... Um, uh, what's it? Leonard Skinner on the Space Jam. I lied to you. <laughs> I, I looked, and I was like, apparently, I was just, I was all about. I believe I can fly. Were you thinking of the Spin Doctors? <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> yeah, you know the Leonard Skinner hit two princes. <laughs> when did or this Leonard Skinner hit pocket full of kryptonite? When did this uh, <laughs> this album come out? What year? You're, you're 96 i'd say yeah 96 is it really yeah holy shit that was tough. yeah so that <laughs> probably was i was not oh, coherent about what life was i want to know what the song that you thought leonard skinner was i, don't, I probably was listening to another soundtrack with him yeah probably. well it doesn't it has to be the spin doctors because you've got seal coolio you've got r kelly d'angelo like, monica Method man on there salt and pepper barry white uh, Jay Z, like Jay Z, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. one of those rappers. I'm a simple kind of man. <laughs> <laughs> a sweet home, Alabama. <laughs> Hover. I want to hear Jay Z do everything. Yeah. <laughs> when the sky is so blue, I got a sweet tooth. <laughs> Come on home to you, Hova. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, so they're not <laughs> Seal doing "Fly Like an Eagle." Forgot about that. Oh yeah, he had no. two hits. Good job, Seal well, Lion. It's job. it's a cover though, right? Wait, it is Steve Miller. Steve Miller Band. Yeah, Fly do, Like do, an Eagle. Do, do, Hold on. Do, yeah. do, do, Maybe do, do, it's a cover of Steve Miller Band that I was thinking. You confused Steve Miller band with Leonard Skinner. I was I was like ten. <laughs> I could okay. I'll give you credit for that. I was ten. That's, uh, oh yeah, yeah, the Joker sounds just like Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> yeah. You've been like, is this Michael Jackson? I'm like, no, nah, it ain't. But I respect it. <laughs> it's close-ish. Maybe I'll if give, I'll give you Seal I'll was doing that. a cover. A sweet home Alabama. The only seal I know <laughs> is a sea lion, though. That's me. <laughs> All right. Because well, when I think I, you're just listening to the Forrest Gump soundtrack, I've heard Ooh, that. That's a good soundtrack. No, I haven't heard it's, that. It's a good score. I've seen the movie. You know, he didn't die, or Jenny didn't die of AIDS. Do you know that? Like in real Art life, Art Kelly or? came in. No, in the story, like uh, she died of cancer. Uh, hepatitis oh that's right hepatitis yeah yeah but it's just assumed that it's aids because you I know she'd be in a hoe throughout the movie <laughs> but uh hoes it, like a box of chocolates <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you never know when you're gonna get aids <laughs> i may not be a smart man but i know what aids is <laughs> and she told me and i was running <laughs> <laughs> lieutenant dan hiv <laughs> r kelly starring in forest cup lieutenant dan i got a sweet tooth 
he shot me straight in my ass. I have a bullet in my ass. R. Kelly, also starring as Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> he just does all the characters. <laughs> you know, for both movies, the song Simple Man should be on the soundtrack because they're both very simple men, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <sighs> all right, well, <laughs> what do you guys want to give, give this uh, mix as a rating? <laughs> Devin, <laughs> I'm gonna give it 3.5 out of five. <laughs> because that's it. You can just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I, you, you know, I couldn't listen to it in public. <laughs> <laughs> My windows were because <laughs> it's like it's like watching porn in public. Oh yeah, it is. I can't do that. You know, like you can't just walk around. Like even if I have headphones in, I can't just sit in up uh, in my car watching porn on my phone because it feels weird. And anytime I put on this on my headphones and I was walking around and people looked me in the eyes, I had to look away out of shame. Like, you don't know what's going on in my head right now. <laughs> I can't talk to you. Get away. So I, I, didn't, I couldn't listen to it too much. There was a few songs that I like, legit liked. Like the fourth song yeah. was tight. It reminded me of the roller rink. And uh, the first song's super catchy. And, like, there's parts of the other songs that are, like... Like, all the songs are super catchy. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, you know, like... I Believe I Can Fly is, like, his biggest song, or Remix to Ignition. And, like, I... You know, I like those songs about a 3.5 out of 5 also. <laughs> like they're super catchy. That's just how I felt about all the songs. It's like, yeah, it's like... It's R. Kelly. I don't think he's, like, the greatest songbird of our generation <laughs> but uh i i would like going down this road of uh you know just just feeling feeling gross listening to music you know yeah the more you know the more you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right Jay. Yeah. so i'm gonna give you the backstory of my rating before i give you the rating um originally i was like listening to this and you got it was one her it was all oh, that's why I had to start like stop listening to it to jerk off plenty of times. Too, so <laughs> that really got in the way. Devin, but, where's my skittles? Yeah. <laughs> the day I'm talking I'm to him and he starts jerking off, and I'm like, Devin, <laughs> I just want to know if you took out the trash tonight. <laughs> um, but literally listening to this, it was one of those where. If you look at R. Kelly as a whole, and you're like, cool, he makes his music, he does it, and my, with my rating system, I was like, all right, he, he has his music, it, it portrays him, it could have more hits on there that I'm aware of, but you were kind of going the deep dive into R. Kelly himself, the, the songs that you wouldn't, the breadcrumbs, exactly. <laughs> but the distaste I have, I'm not a huge R&B <laughs> fan. And just because I have HR literally like in like behind me staring at me listening to this work, and I do work with a sixteen year old, <laughs> so I could not play that around her at all. No, it's cool. Sixteen's fine with <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, if she was seventeen, oh, yeah. you gotta watch out, buddy. That's next year. That's next yeah. year. So next year, just tell her you live by R. Kelly rules, and seventeen, no go. But sixteen, it, I, fair play. I would have loved if she was like, <laughs> RJ. I'm a huge R. Kelly fan. <laughs> 
She's like, you You're haven't playing... heard I Believe I Can Fly? <laughs> no, no, fuck that. You're playing my five favorite songs right now. <laughs> I want to meet the R. Kelly fan that's never heard Ignition Remix and yeah. just knows, like, the deep cuts. Like, the R. Kelly hipster. Yeah. It's like, but have you heard I suck pussy all night? <laughs> yeah. But just overall, because the, the songs are similar, because it is a deep dive in him, I, I wanted to give you a straight out two for this. <laughs> <laughs> because just because who he is, and you don't have I Believe I Could Fly on there, and I was so oh, It doesn't like, deserve hate. to be on this mix. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I know, yeah, yeah. but I love that song. I, I would have taken off my shirt right now if oh, that was on here. Glad it's not on there. <laughs> Devin, catch me. <laughs> but because the organization i was like you know i do appreciate that because of the you know the time frame the the years that the albums came out uh they were so catchy i'm gonna give you a (laughs) 3.1 you bumped up a a lot a lot for that and i was like r kelly you should i don't see him as a kanye genius but you got a 3.1 he's something he Uh, is i i've never found um some like an artist that RJ is passionate about disliking. Oh no. <laughs> like it's been hard for me because I've tried to explain over the years my dis dislike for Eminem. Yeah. And I feel like he never understands it. And I'm trying to think of examples and I'm like, ICP. Like oh, I try man. to give him that example. And he's like, Well, they're yeah. fine. Like they're fine. They, they rap about cool. weed and colors. People like them. Rainbows, like, how they work. That's man. always what I'll say. Like people like them. It's like, yeah, people like everything. <laughs> Okay, that's not a good excuse. Like you don't understand, but now I have an example of something that Archie actively dislikes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He could have got a two, but I was still dancing to it. Okay. Well, that's the thing. It's like, right. are you? Do you not like it because of the history of R. Kelly? I think that is like the sprinkle on top. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta separate the art from the artist, Archie. Okay, that's separate why you got a three point one. Because no, they were jams. I danced. I danced for probably two, three out of like you know out of five. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Yeah. I don't think the ratings really matter on this mix. I yeah. <laughs> like because I I said the three out of like three point five out of five, but like I was super excited to get into this. Yeah. Three out for of five, whatever that's worth. What's you your know? jerk off level? Seven out of five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> raging. I'm raging right now. Seven days out of the week. <laughs> Every day. Um. But yeah, like I was excited to talk about this. So like. There's no, we don't have like a rating for that. And if I'm just rating, like, if I'm just rating on, on the, the scale of like music, I would listen to again. Like, I, w- I wouldn't, <laughs> but I would show these songs to people being like, look at this fucking crazy dude. <laughs> like, yeah. it's look, a Weird Al. It's like you were saying before. It's like if Weird Al made popular music. Yeah, it's like if Bloodhound Gang was taken seriously. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bloodhound Gang is a perfect example. Yeah, like. I would show these songs to somebody that was mentioning R. Kelly. It'd be like, but have you heard the deep cuts? Along with Real Talk. Like, Real Talk's an insane song. Yeah. Like, that, like it, could you imagine if John Mayer was suddenly like, your body is a waterfall. And he's like, <laughs> your pussy is a waterfall. <laughs> Or Wonderland, your, bo- or your body is a wonderland because your pussy's so wet. <laughs> yeah, that's the equivalent of an R. Kelly song, like Dave Matthews crashing to me. 
Uh. <laughs> 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 Mothers, be good to your daughters, because I'm going to fuck them. <laughs> yeah. R. Kelly just straight up says it sometimes, you know? Yeah. Let's do a new segment. What is R. Kelly doing now? He's, oh, you mean at this moment? Yeah, right now. I mean, it's probably dinner time in whatever prison he's in, so. <laughs> he's got that sweet tooth. He's probably <laughs> trading his dessert for a dip he's suck. on the bars. I got yeah. that sweet tooth. You know. You know. <laughs> Come on. Man, I'll trade you my meatloaf to not get fucked tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guarantee people in there are just like, man, bump and grind. That was like one yeah. of the greatest songs I've ever heard, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably in the church choir. Like, yeah. Have a good time. <laughs> you know I didn't do any of that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We believe you, Robert. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I hear prisons are very sensitive about child rapers. Just yeah, no, they're really protective of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but she was 16. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What state were you in? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shy town. All right, you cool. <laughs> It's not like the Beatles. No, it's not 17. <laughs> 16. It's different. I just peed on them. Just peed on them. It's 18 and over. I have sex with them. Yeah. We all drink. We all yeah. have to pee. It's yeah. human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I branded with them the number 12. <laughs> what that mean? What that even mean? <sighs> so, so what do you give yourself, Mike? I don't know, but three. I don't. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to rate this. Yeah, how many? It's how like, many kisses? If we throw in a lot of comedic element, it gets a yeah. five. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Like if okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So, I understand you're saying that he, is he crazy or is he a genius? Would you really compare him to Kanye? Kanye is just like. I, I can't compare the two. I mean, some people hear the line, I thought about killing you today, as a crazy person talking. Mm-hmm. You know no, I'm he's saying? a crazy person. <laughs> but I think, what, no, I think so, RJ like, is alluding to my theory. Yeah. <laughs> <about> <laughs> yeah. I love that the doctors in the, in the <laughs> prison release, you know... R. Kelly's actually on the spectrum, guy. Yes. <laughs> I don't think he should be in here. Yeah. I think he should be in the other prison, you know? <laughs> the one that has soft walls? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one where they play checkers and take pills? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Devin. Mm, yes. What do you got for us this week? So, I got... I got three that I could do. <laughs> Ooh, do we get to pick? Yes. But I don't know exactly how to let you guys pick. I'm not going to tell you like the theme or the titles of all three of them. Mm. But I want to say, do you want a whole lot of kisses? Do you like the crotch on me? Or are you feeling like the greatest sex? Ooh, the greatest sex. Arja? That's my vote. Is, consen- is this consensual? Kisses. <laughs> I was like, what's the middle one? Um, I like the, the crotch uh, on you. I like the crotch on you. I like the crotch on you. I did like the, I like the crotch on you. You like the crotch? I like the crotch. All right. Well, we're going to go with the one that you guys didn't pick then. Um, 
is, you guys obviously can't decide. <laughs> um, it's just it's called Twenty Twenty Vision. Songs that came out in twenty twenty. Mm. Songs about twenty twenty. Mm. Songs about things that happened during twenty twenty. Mm. Songs about COVID. Mm. People that hip hop songs about. Black Lives Matter and George artists Floyd. that wear glasses. Mm. I should and send it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, any more? That's all I got. Any more theories? <laughs> Buddy Holly. <laughs> <laughs> he had the best eyesight. <laughs> um, oh, I gotta make. The, oh, they have this new thing where you can't like can't make it secret anymore you have to like make it private so nobody could see it yeah um yeah make it fucking public dude Jeez. 2020 vision so if only you knew type songs like mm. um if you could just see more clearly you would understand Ooh, that's pretty deep i wish it was that all rem songs Ooh. <laughs> oh, Ooh. I'm getting closer. Fuck, it said failed to send. No, I, I got, got it. it. You got it? Oh. Oh, okay. That was the fastest we've got that. That was mm-hmm. weird. Oh, I know that album cover. Ooh, this is going to be a fun one. I'm excited for this. All right. I only, I just don't got know the last one. That's it. Oh, Okay. Cool. Wow, I forgot about bars. They're great. Hell yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, different than the past few weeks of, you know, hip hop and pussy eating songs. <laughs> Mine was at least <laughs> hip hop adjacent. It, it was. It was. <laughs> I even, I think my last one, I tried to get away from the hip hop and then RJ brought it back and it's like, no, we're going to R&B now. <laughs> now, uh, did you have a, what was the last one that I did? No, you had a uh, Aesop Rocky. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. it was still had one there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, I'm excited for this. I'm gonna work out the shit to this mm-hmm. mix. Yeah, no. yeah. I was able to work out to the R. Kelly mix. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I, I was able to do it. <laughs> I I didn't want to play it on my loudspeaker in the garage. <laughs> so people would think something else is going on. <laughs> Their your neighbor's like, they're definitely fucking yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, me walk out the front the bag, door without like, my uh, pounding. Yeah. I do my own thing sometimes here, and I'm just like, you know, they take my shirt off to go take the trash out, and they're like, oh, yeah, they fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you take your shirt off to take the trash out? It's so hot outside. You have outside. your shirt on, and then you're like, I got to take the trash out. I might as well strip down. <laughs> have you been outside? It's like 90 degrees outside. No, but do you understand what he's saying? Yeah, it's hot outside. So I take my shirt off. So you to go take your outside. shirt off to go outside for thirty seconds. Okay, okay, okay. We have our air conditioning set to like seventy degrees, so it's Damn, cool inside. Seventy four. Yeah, 74. ours is seventy four. Yeah, seventy is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't have that so kind of money. <laughs> I don't have R. Kelly money. And then you think I am? You go outside and you're like, ooh, this is sweaty. This is sweaty, like sexy yeah. time. So I take my shirt off to take the trash out, and then I put it back on to come inside. <laughs> you I take my shirt off to take the trash out. <laughs> I take, I take my shirt my off. <laughs> what? I take my shirt off. <laughs> I twist my mustache. I eat the fettuccine, and then I take my shirt off. What are you staring at? 
<laughs> the neighbors all looking. I'm like, what are you staring at? <laughs> it's a hot out here. You want a whole lot of kisses? I got a whole <laughs> lot of kisses. You're going to get a whole lot of kisses, you got a goo. I like the crotch on you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the crowd. <laughs> you want a free mustache ride? <laughs> Not yeah. from this again. It's weird in our, you know, our street is a little. It is, I mean, I was gonna say you're competing with our neighbor Tom across the street because that Filipino guy sounds off. awfully Italian. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on my cul-de-sac? <laughs> Excuse me, neighbor. Do you have any mozzarella? <laughs> He's going door to door with the shirt yeah. off. <laughs> what? I take my shirt off. <laughs> Would you spare some mozzarella? It's like a ghoul. Why is your shirt off? I take my shirt off to take out the trash. <laughs> Got to try the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Maron. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, uh, yeah, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Five Song Mixtape. I don't know how I'm going to post about this mix. Mm. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of ways you can go about it. <laughs> we can go to that dark web. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can't post this on the gram, I know, you know. I know inmates have access to like, TikTok, right? Oh, yeah, let's do it on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine yeah. Mark Kelly? It's like, hey, man, <laughs> I heard your guys' mixtape. <laughs> I both appreciate it and I don't fucking appreciate the impressions of me. Yeah. Like 100% agree. <laughs> I sound nothing like that. I'm also not dumb, yeah. Devin. <laughs> I could do math. Oh, I do it all the time. I'm not going to do it now, but I could do math. I speak... Good. <laughs> I just drew this picture the other day. <laughs> Look at it. This is me. We this only is have my house. We it's only, a prison. We only have access to macaroni right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not because I'm special. It's just that's <laughs> all I had to work with. Uh, yeah, also, could. it is my chosen medium, <laughs> my preferred medium to work with. I tried to convince everyone that album covers should be macaroni <laughs> art. <laughs> Some people like painting with oil paint. I like macaroni. Okay. Because we mentioned this, you have Kanye West and the way that he works. He is a unique individual, and the way that he works is very unique. And he's in his head, obviously, because it runs the place. But do you see R. Kelly in prison? Where he's like, no, 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 no. This is my next single. You need to step over here. You go there. We get the macaroni. You okay? You macaroni have sex with that macaroni, and I'm gonna sing about it. I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing about it. Pull out your macaroni. He's like, this is my next hit. This is my next hit. I'm trapped in the jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> There's a midget in the jail cell. <laughs> Do you think he runs like each like jail cell and just throws handfuls of macaroni at people? But I just you, I just you. Yeah, you get that you know, sweet tooth. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You find, if you want to listen to this R. Kelly mix, you just go on Spotify. Just search five song mixtape, all one word. My special friend Robert. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and then on to next week. I wish they made a movie about him called Simple Rob. <laughs> Sweet Tooth Rob. <laughs> it's the greatest sex I ever had. 